Hello, and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. Hi, this is Emmett. And this is episode 95. 95! And this week we are doing, in our continuing run of the 90s, yes. Top 5 Movies of 1995. Yes. Cool. All right. 1995. Yes. Um, so we're halfway through the 90s. Yes. Yep. So this is the beginning is of the second got, half got, of the got, 90s. Four to go after this. So, yeah, so we're, the, we're at the beginning of the, the second right half. In the, right in the center. Yep. Um, like it's not right. No, not really because yeah. it's 1990, right? Because 1994 yeah, is, is five years. Right. So oh, now we're then, just yeah, about yeah. to start the but second half. But I was half. thinking we were in the, like, 91 to 94 is four years, you know, but, you know. Yeah. You well, know. there is no center. No, but, there's no center in 10. Because it's, 10. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, um, I... This is a, this was a different year from say the previous two. Well, yeah, because it is a different year. I mean, in terms of films. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, anyways. Okay. Um, I feel ninety five didn't have like the number of like back to back standout like really great blockbusters that ninety say That's for fair. example ninety four had. That's fair. Um, I definitely let feel much less like passionate about most of this year's uh, uh, things I, I don't know if i say i feel less passionate about these well i just films, mean like 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 a strong like mm, feeling in general i think a lot of the movies i really like from 95 are movies that maybe um are a little either kind of underrated or um have like you like them, but a lot of people might not. They they fall into the category. I think more of like maybe a little cult classicy. Okay. Or like hmm. like oh we we all like that in ninety five. Yeah. But like by ninety eight, nobody liked that kind of thing. <laughs> like they maybe don't hold the test of time for other people as they do. For hmm. me. Okay. Um. Uh. But um. So picking picking five. Uh. Well, actually, no. Picking five. But picking the top few wasn't too hard. But but definitely there was like for the lower ends it was just like, mm, which ones? Which what of these do I really want to present as yeah. like my thoughts of '95 and how I felt about '95? Okay, but hmm. uh, All right. but I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty happy with it. Okay. Um. What crossover? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say like there's a pretty good chance of one. With maybe two, uh, if we really both were thinking in a certain, certain direction. direction. Yeah, I think there might be but two. There might be I'd two. I'd say most um, likely probably one, but even then, I wouldn't say it's a guarantee. Uh, a previous top five also uh, in the in the inclusion of not talking about, uh, not using films that uh, were on previous top fives. Uh, a previous top five actually helped me take off one that would have monopolized a higher spot on my list, okay. uh, which was Sabrina. Because right. that was in our top five. That was in my remakes. top five remakes. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, I mean, I love Sabrina. But yeah. Oh, great. Opened up a spot for yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, you have reused ones a couple of times have, now, yeah, but yeah. if you felt strongly enough about yeah. them. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, now the real question, who's going first this week? It's you. It's me. I've already, I already checked. Yeah. yeah I, I, <laughs> excellent. All right. I wanted to be ready because yeah. we always have this problem. Yeah. All right. Um. So my number five is um, plays a little bit into a movie that was on my list from last uh, 
last episode. Okay. Uh, and it's Mallrats. Okay. Um, which follow up to Clerks. Yep. And uh, I fairly sure I actually saw it before Clerks because I didn't know that because of the nature of how Clerks wasn't yeah. like. I don't think mm. Clerks was theatrical release here versus I saw Mall Rats in the theater. Mm. Uh, I think I think I saw Clerks. You first. think you saw Clerks first? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm pretty sure I knew about like Kevin Smith and what the Vioskino first was. Yeah, and see, all that that's stuff I, I'm, at the time. The I'm Mallrats. fairly sure that I saw Mall Rats and could, then I found could, out, could which was kind of an okay thing, being that like Mallrats certainly and after Mall Rats, I was very aware yeah, of it because like, I remember like. From that point on, I was really anticipating, like, each new one. How Mallrats and Clerks are only, like, they're only related via Jay and Silent Bob, and... Time-wise, they probably take place the closest of any two films, because literally, Mallrats takes place, it's like, uh... It's like the next day? Mm. Or, like, it's really close. Mm -hmm. I can't remember, but yeah. there there is actually something that indicates yeah. they're like ridiculously. It's really really close, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just it was it was a movie that I just saw, especially at the time, over yeah. and over and over oh, yeah. again. Uh, to, it was, to, it was, it was one of those like like you could like start you, quote it, you just watch it, you knew it word well, for us, word. Yeah, thought, we yeah. we got really heavy it, into it. It's one of those few movies which. I rarely ever do and this is something at the time but also uh, around like 95 I was also living with I wasn't living at home anymore I was yeah, living, yeah. Um, it was like a movie that would just be on in the background a lot yeah. while you were like doing other things like it would just be on the TV all the time so the VHS would be in there I guess I would probably would have been a little later after it already come out in VHS yeah. probably 96 but, yeah, yeah but still um, yeah yeah but um, still <laughs> uh, really appealed to me at the time. It's like it still does, it, it, but like the humor of it, like yeah. both um, sort of the it's a combination of like clever and absurd. Yeah. Um, well, it was basically like it was Kevin Smith basically going kind of halfway toward making a sort of like very mainstream, yeah. old fashioned kind of like raunchy mm-hmm. comedy you know like, like 80s comedy almost yeah. yeah and it was it was like consciously mm-hmm. so like it was basically that it was like an homage to that type of thing you know like so it, it is one of those like it's certain aspects of it have emboldened like Ben Affleck will always be the a-hole for Ratchet Mail. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, to you, yeah. but that's because like, you tend to get yeah, hung yeah. up on... Yeah, 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 you know. Um, like, I barely really thought of it afterwards. In fact, I would say, for me, it was more... Um, uh, because because it was such a small, relatively small part, and it's very similar to his part in... Um, in uh, Days and Confused, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. not Kevin Smith, well, but... It's him being he, a bully and him, kind of a... He played in, like, a bully, a-hole kind of character yeah. in many of his early so, films. So, which is why yeah. which is why I attribute yeah. that title well, to well, him. At the point that I saw this, I had already seen Days and Fuse. Yeah, so know, to me, it yeah. just sort of seemed like a... Yeah. To me, when I think about, He's like, played, that yeah. early... Like, the sort of early Affleck as, like, a, a starring actor... Yeah. Um, I think mainly Chasing Amy, because yeah, that yeah. was the first one where he was, like, the main character. Yeah. The other one, the earlier ones, he was always just kind of like the bully, kind of, you know, annoying guy. 
um, you know, certain things like antagonist almost the word uncomfortable has that is always oh, the back of a woke yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like there's certain like humor bits in this that have stuck oh, with yeah. us over the years oh absolutely um, but it's it's just a you know funny comedy super well it's beautiful. very focused on what it is like yeah. it's it it's it's it doesn't really it has a lot less of the dramatic yeah like sincere moments mm-hmm. that most of the other Kevin Smith stuff has um, especially after this like it, it, he got much more yeah like um, it's very focused on just being like funny mm-hmm. you know just trying to be a comedy like all the way through you know the Stanley Stanley character cameo yeah, yeah. Um, well it's yeah getting heavy into that whole kind of yeah. geek, geek culture it, well, that, and I think that's probably one of the other reasons it stuck with me for so long was like oh it was like well, yeah. but if it was oh, like Jason Lee's character was like oh I'm a little comic book so yeah. he was like I like comic books especially back and, then yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was I was the, we were the ideal target age yeah pretty and, much and, yeah and, pers- and like personality for this kind of movie yeah um, and I you know I've seen it a number of times since then you know I haven't just, seen it in a, in a while but a it, I feel like I've kind of like almost like overdosed on it like back in the day because I used to watch it so much it is the, it is a kind of like seen it so many times could probably like not write it out word for word but write out like scene by scene the yeah. entire movie yeah like oh first this head. happens then this happens yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, a lot, of, all the major jokes. You can yeah. probably get all the a lot of the major jokes. jokes yeah, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, uh, ridiculously huge cast. There is so many like. Yeah, well, I mean, it's this. a lot of the people like, that he used a yeah. lot. You yeah. know, a lot of the recurring. No. You know, of course, this was relatively early still, but yeah. so it wasn't. Um, you know, this is like helped helped establish it. But. It was one of those because of. The- I think that's kind of what I liked about it was that this is the one that actually kind of made the Venus universe yes. a universe. Yeah. Because of course, before this, it was just Clark's. one movie, yeah, so it was yeah. like only one movie. So it was like okay, that's kind of neat. Like there's some quirky characters and some interesting mm-hmm. like like this could be kind of something. But it's Mallrats that actually made it something. Yeah. yeah. So even though it was considered to be kind of a flop in many ways because it didn't do well box office wise because yeah. they kind of they they got a little too ambitious he went from making like you know like a twenty seven thousand dollar movie to a six million dollar movie yeah, yeah. In, in one go and so he jumped from that like <laughs> extremely independent like financed by like you know selling his comic collection yeah. and maxing out credit cards and borrowing you know money from from you know family and stuff like that mm-hmm. to like full studio production with millions yeah. of dollars to go from like that in one step like that, maybe not the best approach. Well, and yeah, like, and so the fact that it had kind of negative results in terms of it not being a success. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was bomb. It's straight up bomb. It was like, probably not a good idea for him to jump into that. I don't think it speaks so much of the quality of the movie as it's just that like his kind of movies was just not. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 didn't he jumping into that world that big studio world in like one step like that too fast. Yeah. He needed to like ramp it up a bit. Right. Which he did. And then he did get successful like with Mm. later on with like dogma. Yeah. Which is way more expensive yet was actually successful because by that point he built up, Mm. you know, it was like retroactively. I'm sure Mulrats was a success because it, like even I'm sure like it's oh, like, like with TV videos and stuff. and stuff like that. But I'm just saying, uh, but I was thinking more along the lines of like, without Mallrats, 
he wouldn't have had. Yeah. Well, you know, and it was like, good it was motivation. Stepping, it was a stepping stone. And it was good sort of motivation yeah. to kind of refocus on. To me, it is odd, though, that it didn't do well. Because it seemed. It was out of place. It was because it was like an 80s style comedy, but it was in like the 90s. And it was before. But, but topically. Yeah. It was. Like it won't like like yeah like much, the whole mall kids yeah, yeah. and all that much mall like, rats it, yeah, it, was, you know, it was definitely nineties you know. in that sense but I guess but. I guess I guess to be fair that doesn't really mean anything like time and place because like what Jason confused was what uh, ninety three yeah think. and like but it was set like but like much majority of the people I'm sure that watched Jason confused weren't from the era of Jason no confused. of course not like, no. I, that was you know. No, I mean, um, it was like that 70s show where it's like, exactly, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. People, there's kids watching it in the 90s, but it's set yeah. in the yeah. 70s, and it's yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Majority of the audience wasn't born when that took yeah, place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. Um, but uh, also, um, uh, such a, because I've probably seen a lot of it, at, like, at, like after the fact, uh, the extended cut, yeah. which is... Like thirty like minutes a total, long. Well, it's, it's, it's like a totally different story almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, because in, they, in some ways, yeah. well, and I think it, it changes the story very yeah. quite radically because they were forced to because it was like a mentality that in the net well in the nineties up up and through yeah. the, you know that like a comedy ninety minutes is all you get for a well comedy, and really. also that you know there is limits of sort of how yeah. complex you wanted the story to be yeah. or you know how many yeah. subplots you wanted there to be or mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, it's definitely like. Didn't do, yeah, definitely didn't do great at the box office. Uh, didn't do critically great, but kind of like, since that time, like much yeah. more publicly liked. I mean, I would uh, still say like, even though it's probably the one that I have had the most, it's definitely like the one that I kind of had the most sort of like fondness for at the time and like, and watched the most and like really enjoyed. I would say it's definitely not like the best of those like mm-hmm. i think that definitely yeah you know he he improved in in some ways yeah later on well which i mean in some ways like i remember watching chasing amy and then being like well that was different like yeah. not initially kind of not liking chasing amy yeah. because i just wanted more mall rats yeah. because again those yeah, yeah. movies these all these movies came out kind of in rapid succession yeah and being like Years, oh well couple, couple I like what happened there like that wasn't yeah. well you know that, that was it, well that was definitely his most dramatic yeah, one, yeah. So. it was like that, I mean there were funny bits in it Chasing Amy kind of took Amy. a turn it, I didn't dislike, oh, it was still a comedy but it yeah. was much more dramatic and I didn't dramatic. dislike Chasing Amy yeah. it was just not what I was expecting right and it took a while for me to kind of readjust you know yeah I don't know uh, I feel like I although kind of, I mean since then we've had like like stuff like the Jane Silent Bob yeah. So, which I feel is like I feel like, well, they're that's all like oh, we're just, he's like dipping back into well, like the real juvenile. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're all sort of different, and I think that by the time like the third one came out, which is basically chasing Amy, like yeah, I, yeah. I felt like basically like oh, okay, I get this. They're all different. They're all different. Like he's yeah, doing yeah. something a little different. Each which is one. cool. Which is yeah, you know, yeah. I liked yeah. that. Um, yeah, like here's a good a good a gauge gauge. Uh, Mallrats on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. The critic consen- consensus is fifty five. Yeah, that's not that bad, really. No, I mean, it's oh, more than half of critics liked it. Yeah. So, uh, the audience score is 82, though. Okay. Yeah, which is, that is a significant rift. Yeah. You know. All right, that's um, fine. Because usually it goes the other way. Usually it's something that the critics, you know. Sometimes. You it know. just depends on the movie. You know. All right. Or everybody hates it, yeah. which often happens. To All right. But, uh, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, my number five is Mole Rats. All right. 
Uh, my number five is um, Strange Days. Um, so Strange Days is kind of like a bonus James Cameron film in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good um, He he worked on the writing and the producing, um, but it was directed by Catherine Bigelow, who uh, was his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I was about to say his ex-wife at the time, but obviously still his ex-wife. <laughs> they didn't get married again. Um, but uh, in, interestingly, um, I mean, she's obviously before that. Before that, uh, she was known for Near Dark in which came out in like 87 and that that was before they were married mm-hmm. um but that you was made like pretty soon after Cameron made Aliens and used a lot of the same cast members um and then of course Point Break also oh, probably right, that right, was right. like probably her biggest uh, like hit um but interestingly uh in 95 uh she was like the first woman to win the Best Director Saturn Award, which was like the sort of sci-fi focus. Oh, right, that's like, right. Yeah, yeah. Pr- pretty fairly prestigious, like sci-fi-related rewards. Mm. And she won Best Director for for this for Strange Days in '95, and was like the first female director to do so. And then in the 2010 Academy Awards, she won the Oscar for Best Director for The Hurt Locker. That's right, and yeah. became the first woman, and so far still only woman, to win Best Director Academy Award. Kind of ridiculous if you think it's about pretty it. crazy, but I mean, just I mean, in terms of sheer numbers, ratio. Yeah. But at the same time, no, it is crazy. <laughs> but uh, what's interesting is in that those Oscars that she won and became the first fem- uh, woman director to win the Academy Award, uh-huh. uh, she actually beat out Cameron because he was nominated that year for Avatar. So <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, I uh, sort of all, it all comes around, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so this was even though this was already like several years after their marriage, um, he wrote or co-wrote and co-produced this, and she directed it. Um, and basically, uh, anyone who's not familiar with it, Stranger Days, it was basically like um, part of that whole kind of millennial thing. Yeah. There's well, a lot. Place like there's a New lot Year's of movies. Yeah, New Year's '99 going into 2000. There's a lot of movies that took place on that. Yeah. There was all this kind of the thing of like, oh, it's going to be this big deal. Yeah. Um, well, interestingly enough. This movie actually took place prior to the Y2K scare. No, it wasn't about that. It was just no, about... No, but, but I mean, like, yeah, yeah. it was still part of, like, the big chain. Like, yeah. 1992 is, is like, like, such a big deal. Yeah. But, like... It was more just the, about the... Conceptually. Yeah, conceptually. Like, like, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. symbolically, the whole thing of going into the new millennium was like, yeah. whoa, like, it's going to be... Yeah. Um, it means nothing. But, it's just a number. <laughs> right. Right. But, it, but it's how people yeah, react, yeah, yeah, right? And yeah. there just was this anticipation mm. that there's going to be a much bigger reaction than yeah. what kind of really ended up happening. Um, but yeah, basically it's kind of like, um, pseudo, like it has almost kind of like a cyberpunky yeah, kind of feel, but, but, thriller. It, but like very near future. So mm. it's not like all high tech. It's, mm. it's basically modern day, uh, with just the mostly difference just, of, yeah, mostly just centers out around the one like piece of like the memory yeah, tech. Thing yeah. 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 Movie. So yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a virtual reality kind of thing, but you're basically when you wear it, you're experiencing the actual experiences and sensations yeah. of another person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be recorded, but it can also be like broadcast in li- in real yeah. time too. Yeah. So you can actually like feel like something that someone else is doing yeah. as they're doing it. Yeah. Um, and then there's like, you know, conspiracy and murder and mm-hmm. all this crazy stuff going on. And, you know, yeah, like you say, it's like a thriller. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Ray Fiennes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty early, relatively early kind of breakout role for him. 
Um, he's really good. Angela Bassett got a lot of acclaim for it. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's like I say, it's number five, so it's nothing oh. like like mind blowing, but it's pretty good. Uh, yeah. It's solid. It's it, it was it, like. I haven't seen it in a while, but, like, it kind of has somewhat mixed reviews, like, mm. like leaning towards positive, you yeah. know, like, in this sort of 60s oh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. percent. No, still, still. But, like, um... I think most, most people I know like this movie. Yeah, like, it, but what I'm trying to say is, like, it's good, but it's not like, whoa, it's so yeah. amazing, but, like, it's just, it's interesting, it's a bit different, it's, a, it's, it's got a little yeah. bit of the Cameron-esque feel, yeah, which is cool, you know? Uh, yeah, like, like I say, it's almost like a bonus good, Cameron movie, you know? Good, yeah, like, because like it's not... It does have the Cameron-esque feel. Uh, yeah, a little bit, really you know, great, I mean... Uh, the acting is, I think, is real, like, the roles yeah, are really Yeah, the acting's really good. Ray Fiennes is awesome. Yeah. Um, and the, the sort of twist of the movie like the the kind of the plot device of yeah, the movie yeah. I think is really neat yeah um, as someone into that sort of cyberpunk kind of yeah. stuff uh, yeah you know yeah um, this oddly enough though this was a movie that uh, the first time I saw it I watched about 20 minutes of it and I was like this is boring and sucks and I turned it off I can and, understand that to a degree and then a couple of years later somebody was like oh a little strange taste and I was like oh really like it's so lame. <laughs> it's boring. And like, I probably, I, I wasn't really sure who Rob, Rob Fiennes was at the yeah. time. And I was just like, ah, it's just, oh. And like, all right, watch it, watch it. And I like watched it all the way through and I was like, that movie was terrific. Yeah. Like, I must have just been in a mindset where that wasn't yeah. the movie well, for I me mean, at the time. We, and I just, I remember, and then I've seen it a number of times since I remember like, the first time. It's quite enjoyable movie. I remember when we, first, the first time we tried to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre and yeah. I, we totally couldn't get into it. Yeah, and like, true. I've since sure. become like a big yeah. fan of that, so. Uh, it's just sometimes, yeah, sometimes yeah, time, time, and time and place and yeah. mood and you know just not quite getting it or not quite connecting to it but uh, but yeah um, yeah, yeah it's just good yeah. like it's no, just it's, a solid I don't really have a lot like kind of special to say about it but uh, well it's it's good, a, good uh, acting it's, it's a one that's a bit hard to talk about because it's like well it's very wise it's right yeah, for yeah. spoilers well you can, and yeah, yeah it's very <laughs> plot focused it's very intense like you know plotty mm-hmm. it's very plotty <laughs> so but not plotty. Plotty. It's yeah, plotty. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, the first time I watched it, I you felt thought it was yeah. plotty. I, mis- I mistook a T for a D, and I yeah. thought it was... Well, yeah. that's fair, though. I mean, yeah. like, if you, you maybe you just felt like, oh, it's a little yeah, slow to get it, going. Or... It was weird, because the second time I watched it, it like, immediately drew yeah. me right in. Yeah. And I was like... I mean, we had a, a, another similar situation of when... I remember when we tried to watch... Uh, uh, the second Resident Evil movie. Oh and yeah, we were like oh, this is terrible. Yeah, and then like in a <laughs> we did, we turned it off like fifteen minutes. Yeah, in yeah, and yeah. we never really tried again until like I recently, well, relatively yeah, recently, yeah, that's right. did like a full rewatch of because I started liking those movies like later on, like yeah. from like three on. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna do like a full rewatch and like start from the beginning. And it turns out the second one's actually much better than the first. <laughs> it's just it just takes a bit, yeah, like um, to get going, yeah. but. I mean, neither one of them are great. Like, right. like definitely gets better like from three, three is where that three is though. where it got really good. But like, it, well, I mean, got really good. good. Relative, it's a relative mm-hmm. terms. Let's swap out the word "good" for "entertaining." Yeah, yeah, it, it's a relative <laughs> terms. But like, but yeah, like I was surprised to find that like, oh, two is like mm-hmm. actually pretty entertaining. It's actually much better than the first one, mm-hmm. uh, which at the time it just seemed like, oh, this is crap. So yeah, it, sometimes that that can you can really change. I mean, that's why it's kind of nice, like if someone suggests something to you that you if it's somebody that you kind of trust their judgment to a certain degree but like they're like oh 
oh, you've never seen this? Oh, you really should check it out. And you're like, oh, really? Because I always thought I was going to... It's like, oh, no, like, like it's actually like worth checking out. And then you check it out, and you're like, oh, that's pretty good. Like, why didn't I watch this years ago? But it's like sometimes yeah, that... it just it has to be the right time. It has to be the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes if you're put off something the first time you watch it... Overcoming that hurdle can yeah, be... Yeah, to, to actually like overcome and be like, okay, I'll give it another try, yeah. you know, can and, be a difficult and thing. I find it especially with movies where it's just like, or I could just go watch this other movie yeah. that I know I'm going to like. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you're you're so spoiled oh, for choice. Well, tell me about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely... Yeah. I've always been, like, a big rewatcher as yeah, far yeah. as you're, just, you're, like, yeah. watching, like, favorites that I know yeah. already know, like, are going to have a certain, like, yeah. I'm going to really, you know, have a good feeling from watching it type of thing. And, and, and then I'm on the other side where I'm just, like, forever chasing the dragon of new movies yeah. to hope to find the next high. Yeah, I mean, I know? like new movies, too, but yeah. I just, yeah. you know, oftentimes it's just easier because you know, like, okay, if I wa- put this, if I throw this movie on, I I'm know, I know, I know how I'm gonna, it's going to make me feel. I know, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be happy or yeah. I'm going to appreciate it. Yeah. And you just, you know, so. I mean, I, I like a mix of both. Mm-hmm. So. That's my number five. Strange days. Uh, and honestly, if oh. I had seen it more recently, it could rank higher. I'm just I'm ranking it based on kind of like feeling like more than I yeah like I it was like never like a big big favorite, but like if I watched it today, I might be like, oh wow, this is actually really good. But you know, I'm not sure, so I'm gonna go with five. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes sometimes. Um, my number four. Yeah. Uh. In the same vein, okay. As 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 your number five there, okay. Um, probably one of the lowest rated movies ever <laughs> appeared on my list at a whopping fourteen percent. Wow, I think that oh. is, like that is that's that is even, I that's think even I, lower than uh, than Hudson Hawk. Hudson isn't Hawk, it? yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't remember. Uh, I Hudson Hawk's in the twenties, so it, oh, is it? it's yeah. yeah. Um, it's low. I know that. Um, this uh, this movie is adapted. From a story by one of my favorite authors, and has an actor that I really enjoy, and it's Johnny Mnemonic. Okay. Uh, oh. Okay. Oh. Can I? Can I just? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic, the movie itself, mm-hmm. I would put not in top five. Yeah. I put like below. <laughs> The rant scene. I was gonna bring that up. Is is we share a, a love of a certain rant. scene. The rant scene is is number one on <laughs> number, this list. Yeah, number one scene from 1995. So if you average it out, it still doesn't oh. quite make the list for me. Yeah, because the movie's kind of so the movie's kind of bad. It's not 14 percent bad. No, but it's no. kind of bad. But the rant scene is yeah. one of those scenes that will be amongst. Or that should be amongst the pantheon. I, I recently decided to go back and because I was like, hadn't seen this in quite a few years. Yeah. Uh, probably, yeah, you know, uh, probably not actually that mm. long. But also, really good, um, really good performance or slash yeah. character from Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren, yeah, because he's not usually known. Because no. a lot of people don't know, Dolph Lundgren is like a freaking like genius in real yeah, life. Yeah. Like he's like this super he, smart, he has a, a doctor, highly and, educated. Yeah. yeah. Um, as well as being like you know like a very good martial artist and like blah blah, blah. and like so like a lot of people don't know that like he's not like a like a like like yeah, yeah, meathead yeah. type of yeah. of of thing because like that's kind of the perception mm-hmm. that people have. Um, 
So well, his his movie career did not. Well, that's what I mean. Like he, right? he kept his movie yeah. career was kept like in a pretty yeah. small box for the most part. So his role in in Giant Monarch yeah. is like really unique. Yeah. in the is like yeah, career is the, uh, the 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 like priest the street preacher. Yeah. Yeah, 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 assassin slash. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I watched this like very recently, like only a few months ago. Yeah. Um, rewatched this. Ice tea. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like <laughs> ice tea. Um. A dolphin. <laughs> yeah, there's a like, yeah. Um, some really it, bad '90s like VR. Oh, the VR is um. Actually, it's not that it's, bad. It's actually, I've, like, I saw, I've seen I've, worse. I've. It's I'm not as bad. It's not as bad as. Uh, it, had been, it had been probably like a number of years since I. It's I've not seen, as bad as Lawnmower Man. No, 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 no. Well, I think the difference is, is in Johnny Mnemonic, the VR has like. In in Lawnmower Man, well, it's a it's GUI. Just, it's a GUI, really. Yeah, yeah. it's basically in, just in like Man, if the internet, like this weird, like like surreal, magical, like kind of goofy feel versus in 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 Johnny Mnemonic, while it kind of looks ridiculous, there's like a charm to it yeah. that it it is. I was during the '90s, especially, and it's since then, but especially during the '90s, I was really big into like. So, cyberpunk stuff yeah and, and it fit the and cyberpunk is a very i mean by by 95 cyberpunk was kind of an already passy yeah absolutely uh so the it's the, an 80s genre in literature 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 exactly. wise yeah this this movie it like the the like a lot of aspects of it fit very much the 80s genre yeah. of it it just happened to be made in and, the 90s. and we're both and the vr feels very like like oh this is a, it's a it's a relic but it's a yeah. like it just fits nicely I think. yeah um it, it is it is ridiculous of course i mean it yeah. is and we, know, he puts we, on the gloves and the and she's like what are you doing he's like making a phone call yeah. you know and you're like what yeah <laughs> you know um but yeah well and and uh it's, it's also got henry rollins in it yeah um it plays the doctor yeah um and uh, he's got to look after. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and, and we're both we're we we both generally have an appreciation of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, more yeah. so than what a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, uh, Dina Meyer, who plays basically the yeah. female uh, uh, yeah. role uh, lead in it. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, they had to change the character from the story because that's the right, it's the same character from Neuromancer, and the, 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 rights, rights, the rights were tied up. Yeah. So they had to change the character. Movie that will never get made, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, at the time, this um, was at the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah, uh, Takashi Kitano. Yeah. K- K- Kitano. I Kitano. Think. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Takashi um, was the uh, not the villain, but the yeah. you know. Udo, I mean, it's just Udo Kier. Udo, oh yeah, Udo Kier. Yeah. yeah. Um. And there's a real nice feeling to this movie like yeah it's I, I, fun it's just kind of yeah. and it like mm. uh there's Keanu a lot Reeves's of his character is yeah. like up until like that breaking point where he has like the rancy <laughs> he is which like, just like the most wooden filled stiff but like yeah but it like works. for a reason like yeah he's clearly like he he's a man to do a job he's a yeah. courier he's like well, he you gave like, up like his, his childhood, childhood memories, memories in order to you know? make the space for the yeah, for yeah, the yeah. memory the 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 yeah. computer he's memory in his head. Doubler to to double his memory yeah. to, to to some like ridiculously tiny amount yeah, of yeah. numbers because it's like yeah yeah like, well, like, like 
I, I feel even at the time... Like 50 gigabytes or something. Yeah, yeah, like I feel even at the Probably time... Probably not even it, that much. Yeah, it was like, a joke. Like, at the time it was kind of like, that number's still too small for nowadays, you know? Mm. Like, like it, know, it was probably yeah, pretty I can't good. remember in, what in it was, but... it was probably okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... Yeah. Um... And, you know, it, it, it expanded from, a like, a real, real short story. Like, yeah. Like, I think it's, like, maybe 12 pages. So, yeah. you know, uh, they had to fill in, like, a, a number of the characters, like... Well, are... there was a lot of behind-the-scenes, like, problems with, basically, like, uh, Robert Longo, who, who directed it. He was, like, a real arty, kind of. Like, he was, like, an artist. He was, yeah. like, a, he was, and like... And that definitely goes and into so the style of the, the movie. The intention yeah. was that it was going to be a much more stylized, arty kind of movie. Mm-hmm. But, of course, they were dependent on, like, studio, like, money and stuff. Yeah. And so they were very... They didn't have a lot of, like, artistic control. Yeah. So they were forced to sort of cut it down very short and try to keep the story really simple. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, part of the problem with the movie is definitely the behind-the-scenes issues. Yeah, well, you know... That's yeah. It, it's but it definitely does like there was an art style to it. Yeah, like, I mean you know. it's still stylized, uh, but not as much as what they and intended. And I think it does a real neat job of like the like cross section of um what sort of cyberpunk culture was often like like the various yeah. levels like like from the lowest of the street low. All the way up to like the the ridiculously yeah, rich, yeah. like they hit all the stratas, and you get to see all the all the different parts of the city, all the different kind of yeah. the characters that you you know. Um, trying to see how it did. Well, at least it turned a profit. It was twenty six million budget, made fifty four in the theater, which you know that's that's cutting it fine, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you generally want to make over over twice as much. Uh, so also, that's... I quite enjoy the soundtrack. To, to this it's uh, I don't really remember this it, it's a lot of uh, just like real synthy stuff oh, but it's just got cool. a real nice like like chill feel to oh, it cool. um, you know upbeat in the action scenes yeah. you know yeah. down a lot of like like cool. deep like uh, like deep notes in the in the more dramatic stuff hmm. um, cool yeah I don't really yeah. remember the music but it's but, been a while uh, since I've seen it so but yeah it's 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 one and again because Sometimes I'm such a fan I'll, of William Gibson who yeah. wrote the the, the story, uh, yeah. you know, here are the screenplay as well. Yeah. But like I say, it just it what they're there, what they intended it to be. A lot of it didn't end up on the screen. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, it, it unfortunately, um, yeah, you know, has not and yeah, but withstood the, it's all worth it for that rant scene. Yeah, that's still just I gives, want it gives service. it gives me like a warm feeling just yeah. thinking about it it just fills me with warmth <laughs> it's real good like i've literally looked up that scene oh. like on like oh, youtube yeah, yeah. and stuff like that just yeah, to watch that look, scene you can just look it up on youtube yeah it's great yeah yeah love it love it so much keanu reeves at his best mm-hmm. all right yeah so that's my number four is I was gonna say it's Keanu Reeves. My number four. Sure, but, why not? Yeah, my number four is right. is yeah. my number four is Mallrats. Oh, okay. There we go. So right. I think we've already talked about it enough. Okay. So we can keep moving on. Okay. To your three. Um, I have to make a slight change to my three because I had a brain fart. Oh, okay. Uh, and I realized my three had been on a previous list. Oh, well, that doesn't mean you can't do it. Maybe I'll go do it anyway. All right, you know what I'm going to do? Okay, what, 
what was it and what were you, what would you do instead it's the instead part oh i mean what 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 what, what movie is it like you said you need to make a change so what? if you're going to change it what will you change it to what will you do instead mm, that's the tricky part well then don't worry yeah, about okay. it just do what you were going to do um it was on our one of our earliest top fives okay Top five time travel movies. Okay, it's Twelve Monkeys. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, it's I a had great completely film. forgotten about. Very, the top it's five. a great yeah. film. We talked about it lots. Then yeah. it was on both of our lists. Yeah. It's a very excellent. Uh, it definitely. Movie. It's if I had to cut it out. Yeah. Anything else I would have put in there would actually have been at five and. Yeah. Oh up, yeah. So. No, it's it's yeah. a fantastic film. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Re- revisit that. Uh, that list the uh, top five time travel movies yeah uh, we talk about it a whole bunch yeah it's a great movie it is um yeah it, it, it is like it's uh, well I guess being like the nature of like the director and, yeah. and all that like it's very unlike any or most any time travel yeah. movies well it's one of those few uh you know perfect yeah. time travel movies yeah. because there is no yeah. I would say like the only like there's English... there's, there's no question of yeah. like like well won't that cause a yeah 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 paradox, paradox or blah blah because everything is yeah. self-fulfilling everything the, the, is a closed loop the, the closest everything the closest, is a set um, timeline um like 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 brothers and uh, of this like of of 12 monkeys would be things like um uh all you zombies yeah. Uh, with the, with yeah. Well, the I mean, movie's that's, called something else. That's the uh, whole. Yeah. And, and then what, what, the the other time one, crimes. Time crimes. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And that's yeah. Like those are the other like the, the perfect. The Which perfect I just circle. I just found out. I ju- I watched I just watched um, Anne Hathaway on Stephen Colbert. I think. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't even remember. <laughs> I just because I just watched clips on YouTube from all those like talk shows, right? Because I can't yeah. stay up that late. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I watched Anne Hathaway on I think it was on Colbert and it might have been on Fallon maybe um, anyways and they're talking about that uh, Colossal oh yeah, yeah and yeah. that's from the same director that did like Time Crimes Time Crimes and, uh, yeah and I was just like oh well, man I'm more interested in it now it could <laughs> yeah. be interesting I think it might even be like his first like English language film oh wow yeah yeah right because i know he's course. made a couple other spanish ones after uh since um since uh time crimes even so but yeah um so yeah yeah 12, 12 monkeys, monkeys. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic film you know bruce willis yeah um if i if i was going to include it i might even put it even higher predestination that's the name of the yeah, adaptation film. of yeah, yeah, zombies, yeah. Adaptation, yeah. yeah. Uh, very good film but, uh yeah. still haven't seen it yeah. because i haven't seen it available anywhere so. yeah it, it's in that murky, like, it's I wasn't like, sure I think it's from, I, like, 2013, 2014. Yeah, I wasn't sure so if I like, wanted to... Well, it's kind of a little bit... Not, too soon. It's not too indie. soon, but not too old. It's yeah, not also, indie, it's but not, it's yeah. not, like, a big release. It wasn't a big release. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, I do want to see it, just to sort of mm. see... Yeah, Madeline oh, Stowe. Because I'm very familiar. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, well, Brad Pitt's performances. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, ever, I, that's that was one of his, like, absolute, uh, like, I, breakthrough. And I think it actually may have been the first thing I saw Brad Pitt in, because I'm not sure I saw any of his earlier movies, like, at the time. Oh, okay. Um, And so, like, I didn't know. I, I, I saw a lot of stuff it with was, him already it was like, at this point. It was like, oh, this new guy, the guy from Die Hard... And that lady I recognize from other films. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, well, I mean, it was definitely one of his big breakthrough roles in terms of being recognized as a decent actor. Yeah. Like before that, he was just kind of seen as like, like, oh, kind of like a pretty boy, like, you mm-hmm. know, the new kind of like 
leading man mm-hmm. kind of pretty boy but not not like actually a really great actor so it was kind of a breakthrough off of that so but, uh, but yeah um yeah we have talked about this movie before yeah. um and it's right. one of those movies also like i think a lot of people are aware or have seen it it's not really a stranger it's not a strange movie that is unfamiliar yeah. um it's a little strange <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's terry gilliam of course okay. it's a little strange so uh mine three is not a movie that we talked about before okay and it's not a movie that i really was familiar with in 95 oh, or anywhere close to it 95 okay. okay um i had heard of it but i didn't think at the time that it would be something that i would be into because i didn't really know too much about it and i was actually introduced to it quite recently by a friend and i was like oh wow that's actually really good i can see now why it's so acclaimed and it's uh get shorty ah um so get shorty was based on a novel by elmore leonard and uh, it was sort of continuing on with the big career resurgence for John Travolta in the mm-hmm. wake of uh, Pulp Fiction, which we talked about last week. Um, and yeah, it's basically about like this like mob kind of enforcer, Chili Palmer, uh, who uh, basically uh, is sent out to Hollywood um, to deal with this issue with like a filmmaker, like a yeah like a filmmaker and he basically gets really interested in actually like helping get this movie made and and my phone he gets really into like the whole kind of like making movies thing and kind of uses it almost kind of like as an out right from like the sort of mob kind of thing and gets more interested in the actual uh thing of of making movies um and it's got like a little bit um you know, like like a very similar kind of genre to like what sort of Guy Ritchie kind of later mm. got really into. It's like a lot of like funny parts, but also like it's like you know crime based. There's a little bit of violence here and there. There's you know all all this stuff with like mobsters and stuff like that. But there's also a lot of like humor and just like quirkiness and like uh, very intelligent kind of like writing. Like a lot of like good good dialogue and acting and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's got like. Um, uh, you know that great actor who I always forget <laughs> the name always drops out of my head uh, he's retired now uh, Gene Hackman Gene Hackman uh, um, and uh, that happens all the time um, and yeah it's just uh, it's very very good uh, like 10 years later they made the sequel uh, Be Cool which was um, which is from yeah and like 10 years later they made uh, Be Cool which is like the sequel mm. Um, not good which moves it uh, the character into like the music industry oh okay um, and yeah it's like like polar opposites like it's like I think um, like if you look at ratings I think it's oh. like 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 get shorty is like high 80s yeah. or like maybe 86 on yeah Twitter. and then like be cool is like 30 like high 30s for, <laughs> or something like that and it was like not nearly successful and it was just yeah like yeah, thirty percent. Pretty cr- yeah. critically savage. I've never even heard of. I, 
So okay. it was one of those things where like they waited. Never mind. I was gonna say I've never heard of Be Cool, and then I just saw the movie poster. And I'm like, oh, I remember that movie poster. Yeah. Never saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you don't have to bother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watch Get Shorty, and you're good. I've seen Get Shorty, but it was a long, long time ago. Probably much more closer to '95 than now. Yeah. Like, no, you should watch yeah. it again because uh, if you don't really remember yeah. it, it's really, really. Yeah, good. I, I remember. I mean, I always like other than like the basic plot. I remember nothing. I tend it, to yeah. like stuff that's about like cinema and like making movies. Mm-hmm. And like I, 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 I mean, obviously, I'm, you know, interested in movies and make how movies are made. So, but like, you know, I really appreciate stuff about like, like the history of like how movies are made and stuff like that. You know, I really like things like um, Hugo, and you know, um, even fairly recently, like uh, Hail Caesar, the the co-op oh yeah yeah, one, yeah yeah which is kind of like did you did you see Hail Caesar? Yeah yeah no, okay a while ago we talked about it okay can't um, remember if we talked about it or not but yeah like it, it, I. I mean that's yeah far from my favorite Coen Brothers film. It was it was decent, but you know it wasn't necessarily like amazing. But like mm-hmm. I just tend to be interested in like oh those kind of you know things that are about kind of how Hollywood works and how the you know because um, it's pretty it's pretty crazy stuff really yeah um, and uh, yeah so I don't know Guess Story is just really well done yeah no, it's, good. it's a it's again. a very good movie so yeah. Cool, cool. No, um, yeah. Like I said, I I, I had something to say. So that, but another very, so long another very uh, like plot heavy mm. kind of like a lot of like sort of twists and turns. So it's like you can't really talk too much about the story without yeah spoiling. Yeah. Well, and just yeah, I mean, you, you it just without getting like really involved, like you mm-hmm. kind of have to, you know, just like hey, just check it out. You know, it's good. Yeah, cool. No, okay. I have to remember to give that a rewatch. Yeah. I, I, I say rewatch. It's been so long; it would probably be. Close well, that's to what the I'm saying. Time, like, yeah. if you don't really remember it, yeah. then it's worth mm-hmm. seeing again for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess that brings me up to my number two. Number two. Wow. Rapid fire along here. A couple of crossover. <laughs> just one crossover so far. Just small rats. Uh, small rats. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean. I, 12 monkeys is kind of oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, because yeah. We, uh, we, we did that in yeah, a previous yeah. list and I, I mean I agree it's a fantastic film like it would it would rank way way up there um my number two is a movie that is also difficult to talk about sort of without spoiling it okay but also because probably everyone has seen it it's kind of fine to talk about and that is the usual suspects okay uh I really like Usual Suspects. Yeah. Um, this was the one for me where it was like, I saw Reservoir Dogs and Usual Suspects very close together, and I was drawn much more to. Oh yeah. The Usual oh, Suspects. It's definitely side. way better, but. Uh, oh, you th- you you think so? Oh yeah. Oh, I I feel but it's I feel several years apart. They're I, not. I just I feel people are more like they they they're more equal in more, most people's eyes, but. Um, I mean, they're pretty good yeah. but they're different but yeah. i mean like usual suspects is like genius it is it is one of those like the twist in this is one of those like yeah yeah like well especially because it was before well before tw- yeah that was kind of a big thing yeah. like before people were expecting it all the yeah, time yeah before people know? expected twists all and, the time yeah exactly and also the setup yeah like that's what I'm saying. Nowadays, it's genius because you can the way see they see a setup for a twist coming. Yeah, and I'm going to blame a lot of that probably on 
they telegraph that stuff in trailers a lot. Yeah. Um, like, this is a movie with a twist. You know, like, oh, thanks. You yeah. But even saying there's a twist, you're spoiling, you yeah. know, the whole purpose of the, the film. And I don't think anybody was expecting that in this. They were expecting some kind of crime, drama, uh, a little bit of humor, being the, the, the actors involved. Um, you know, Kevin <laughs> Spacey some, delivering, some here, like, an amazing... Uh, uh, role, and I mean, you know, Benicio del Toro. They're all great. Uh, Baldwin, yeah, Gabriel, Gabriel Byrne, Gabriel yeah. Byrne, yeah, Steve, Steve Baldwin, yeah. yeah, so good. Kevin um, Pollock. Oh right, yeah, Kevin Pollock was the other main. Um, that was basically the main lineup. Uh, it just this is one of those movies that Pete um, really, like, just bang knocks it out of the park. Everything about it is so good. The, the storytelling, the the acting, the the plot, um, the 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 pacing—you are gripped, yeah. And then they hit you with it, and you're just like, "Is this like if I had seen this in the theater? Is this kind of movie where like credits roll, nobody stands up, everyone's just sitting there silent?" Like the usual, you know? the usual suspects is the uh, first uh, movie I ever owned on DVD. Oh wow! I didn't buy it; I was given to it as a mm. gift. But the first year that I had DVD, I was given that uh, as a gift, and my mom gave me um, Blade Runner director's oh, cut DVD. Cool. Those were my first nice. DVDs, two, first two DVDs I ever owned before I started actually buying them for myself. Um, directed by Bunny Singer. Mm-hmm. Before he hitched his horse to the X Men train and just rode that hey. way through the next decade. He was the conductor of that train. Uh, fair. Oh, yes. That's fair, fair, fair. The X-Men movies hitched to him. Not yeah, yeah, the, yeah, He didn't yeah. hitch to them. Um, which, in, in like... He created in, that. In, in a bit, to me, it's a bit of a shame because we haven't gotten to see Brian Singer do much else other than those kind of movies. Well, he tried to do a couple of the side things and they didn't. it didn't go well. Yeah, well, I got... Yeah. So, uh, you gotta go with what works. Yeah. Um... But he took, uh, he took a whole big chunk of time out to do that, like uh, Jack Jack the Giant Killer or whatever. Yeah, that was uh, a big flop. That was a huge flop. Uh, and I enjoyed that. I thought that was a really good, good put together movie. I, um, most I've heard mostly decent things about well, it, but yeah. it just didn't do well. Yeah, and it didn't um, do super well critically either. Yeah, uh, I mean neither did Superman Returns either. But <laughs> Superman Returns was. But I like that too. It was sort so of in the middle. The it was sort of in the middle. It has its fans. Yeah. It did decently at the box office. Yeah. And it has its fans, but it also has its distract distractors yeah. detractors as mm-hmm. well. I guess he did trick or treat, which is very good. We've talked about that before. Um, he didn't do trick or treat. Trick or treat's Michael Doherty. Remember we talked about oh, yeah. that? That's the guy who did uh, who did Krampus later on. Oh yeah. That's weird. All right. Might have been a producer on it or something, but oh, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Well, definitely. Let Google on that one. Um, <laughs> it, it brings up when you look up Brian Singer director, it brings up Trick or Treat. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, he's mostly doing the, the X Men stuff. But yeah, yeah. no um, Valkyrie. Oh yeah, I've, I've never seen, never seen that. Um, it didn't do right super well and I that's what just, I mean like yeah, when, he, yeah. when he tries to do stuff other than X-Men and they don't do well it so. just, but j- then again when anyone else does X-Men it doesn't usually do well so yeah. it's you know yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do yeah yeah, yeah yeah I mean evidently he is the the man to do that stuff yeah. um, although maybe not so much now because Apocalypse didn't do super didn't, do, didn't yeah. do that well so but, eh that's 
But I mean, it, I don't know if that was a director's fault. It didn't problem. flop. It just yeah. underperformed yeah. a bit. I don't. I don't know if that was a director's fault. I feel that may have just been, you know, this isn't the expert that's discussion. A, that's a whole yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's that's a discussion story for, for another time. Yeah, but anyways. Um, uh, yes. But yeah, uh, but yeah, Usual Suspects is cool beans. Yeah, so good, so good. So right. yeah, that's my number two. All so right. now your number two. My number two. Your yeah, number two. my number two is a tie. Oh. Um, I usually like to if I'm if I have to do a tie, I usually like to either be like at five because it's like two that I just couldn't quite decide like to eliminate one. Uh. Or I like to do if I need to, I like to do tie on two because it kind of keeps that like duality theme, <laughs> like two number two, two <laughs> movies. Um, yeah, I usually like to stick my ties in five for the same reason. Yeah, yeah. So, but occasionally I'll do them in two if they're mm-hmm. two like really good things that I just couldn't decide between. Or well, or in this case, there's a link between them oh. that makes it very hard for me to like decide between them. Um, I would say that they're not quite equal. I'm tying them more because of that link, but they're not really equal. One of them would probably be more like a number one. Oh. The other would probably be more like a number three. So oh, I feel yeah. like averaging out, they're, they're both, they become they're number two. No, that's perfect. Um, yeah, sure. E- each of these films uh, kind of introduced whether it was like their actual first film or not um kind of introduced uh, a filmmaker that um became somebody that i kind of really watched a lot after mm-hmm. that or that made other stuff that i was interested in uh and these two films together um formed the sort of two big really big breakout performances from one particular actor who was oh. in both Okay. Um, that was around before, Man, I'm but this became their the big breakthrough. Right. And it's uh, Seven oh. and the Usual Suspects. The Usual Suspects, right, of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're so good. Seven, of course, David Fincher, sure. yeah. Usual Suspects, Brian Singer, mm. and of course the linking thing is Kevin Spacey. Yeah. He was in movies before this, like we talked about Glenn Gary and Ross, Ross from earlier yeah. in the 90s, but these were the two films that made him very prominent and yeah. And made him kind of the bigger star that he became yeah. after this. Um, so, yeah, we we already talked about Usual Suspects quite yeah. a bit. Uh, lo- that would be the one that would be more like Caught a, num- the one. More like a yeah. one. Like, I freaking love the Usual Suspects. It is amazing on every level. Mm-hmm. Masterpiece. Um, just so brilliant. Um, I love how um, the whole thing is all based around this whole mystery of like Kaiser Soze and yeah. who is Kaiser Soze what, what is Kaiser Soze and the thing that they did it's a bit of a cheat but it's such a clever thing that I kind of I'm not mad about the fact that they did this cheat and what it is is every time that Kaiser Soze is shown quote, quote unquote in the movie yeah. I mean he's always just shown as like you know like shadow, silhouette in or in shadow or, or from behind you know with like the long hair or mm-hmm. like you know you never really get a clear clear view it's always in like flashbacks and odd little yeah. you know weird shots but every time that they show Kaiser Soze on screen it's a different person yeah. that's actually playing the part yeah. including many of the main actors in the film at one point or another, took their turns as Kaiser. Yeah. So it made which, it so you could which, never nail down. Which fits kind of within the film it, because 
but it they may, do lead yeah. you down the like any of these criminals. But that was the point Kaiser is Sose, that they yeah. but, but they deliberately trick you yeah. because those people who are like like who do think like oh I'm really clever and I can like see through their thing yeah, by like looking ruse, at like oh yeah. I can like figure out like their their height or their build and like yeah, yeah, yeah. blah 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 and it's like look. You, we know from Star Wars with the two Lukes that that's not actually possible. You, you, you defeat all people that by by the fact that yeah you know you keep changing who it actually is, yeah, so exactly. you can't. They can never pin it down, no matter how like good at observing it they are. You know, yeah. uh, sometimes it's just like a stunt like, guy. Like even, yeah, because even like if you like, frame by framed it, it's not yeah. gonna. You know, yeah, because yeah. it's a different person every time. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just I mean, the writing is so amazing. Like such a tight, it's great it's, story. I mean, the essence of the movies, the movies, it's like a battle of wits between yeah. Kevin Spacey and Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, uh, well, and and Chasma Palminteri. Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry, Chasma Palminteri. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Well, uh, I mean, Gabriel Byrne Gabriel is well, Byrne kind of. Degree, you know, yeah, yeah. you see it in, uh, depending from on the from, he's from coming out of from another angle, from a different yeah. angle there. Um, but yeah, like Chasma Palminteri is like investigating it, yeah. and then. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I guess saying that in a way is a bit of a spoiler, but everybody knows that. The twisted, <laughs> usual suspects, um, but uh, the the because of how uh, Kevin Spacey's character is presented, you're not even like the fact that it is a battle of wits. Actually, you're not aware of. Like you don't know that yeah. until later that you know what's what the you know what the deal is. Um, but yeah, no. Anyways, and then the other film much. is Seven. Yeah. Which is I, I assumed seven was going to be on your list. So. Yeah, I mean it's just it's it's a very dark, very kind of bit very, disturbing, very sort of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not that we knew at the time what that no, meant. No, no, exactly. But you know, I mean, all we had to go on at that point, I guess, was Alien Three, which is because he uh, he had like no creative control on that. Oh, that so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but seven is like very Fincher. It's like mm. you could really see the creative control. Uh, but it's just so creepy and mm. just like atmospheric and like has such a style that that title sequence like you know that Fincher is like not just a normal filmmaker when you see like that title sequence with like because it's like the like obscure like creepy the the closer to God remix of yeah, Nine yeah. Tales Closer used as the title in the title sequence that like only like people who are like fans of that and would like really know what that was because it's like something that a normal like person would never hear or, or even know what it was and it's used very effectively and I mean they don't make title sequences like that anymore no like like a true title sequence that establishes the atmosphere of the movie like uh that's that's like a dead thing like a dead art yeah um, exactly and uh oh so so good but yeah so creepy and then like so it's yeah like Brad again Brad Pitt and he's coming up a lot but you know he made obviously a lot of movies in the 90s and uh he made a lot of different movies cuz he was trying to really like uh establish himself as like a good sort of uh, varied actor and stuff Morgan Freeman obviously mm. um was already you see this again I need to see already this. known uh, to be a great I say actor that, like, at the I time. need to see 7 again and I'm like I don't know if anybody actually needs to see 7 twice like uh, it would, took me a long like I'm not one that like I don't get grossed out or disturbed yeah. or anything by movies but there's a vibe to seven oh, yeah. that there's like, a vibe like I was like I it, it falls in that category of like you know, a movie you see you're like that was a really great movie yeah. a great viewing experience that I never need to duplicate I'm yeah. good I'm, 
it's not the worst years from now yeah all of these images will still be seared into my brain it's not the worst sort of thing i've seen for that but, oh, no, no, no. but it's definitely well, in that ballpark it's but the thing is is it it's pretty it's brutal. not like the imagery isn't the worst but the way it's presented yeah the well it's so gritty the, it's the, so, so like but like yeah like everything stark. about it is yeah exactly it's not that's, dressed that's up it's yeah, just yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like here you go it, oh it's it's yeah it's like it's 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 like barely a step away from like being shown like crime scene photos yeah you know yeah, like yeah. like you know like you're just yeah you're, you're like oh so. it's it's too real yeah you know and yet, and yet <laughs> for all that it is but for all that it's also still quite stylized uh, yeah in a way yeah. just in terms of the cinematography mm. and the editing mm. and like all that kind of stuff but um uh, but, but yeah. it's been it's i haven't seen this in the yeah. least 10 and of years. course famously kevin spacey doesn't show up until mm. almost the very end mm. But it turns out like he's been at it the whole like time. Like he's the yeah. one they've been looking for yeah. and he's the one that set everything in motion and has been manipulating everything the whole time. But uh he doesn't show up until like the very end. Yeah. I mean, at least in the usual suspects, he's in the movie for the whole time. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. You don't really know what he's, he's on. He's practically a narrator. Well, he is a narrator. Yeah, you don't really know what he's on about, but like <laughs> but he's there the whole time. Whereas like in seven, he literally does not he's not seen mm-hmm. until like the very end. Um but yeah, no. Um, but yeah, it's those, creepy. That's and, why yeah. I put those two together. No, so, no, that's good. But, that's but good, I definitely, I mean, usual suspects would be my preference of the two. But but uh, they're both very yeah. good for what they are, and um, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. No, they this this movie definitely put my eye on Fincher as like, oh yeah, like oh this is somebody to watch, and like he has some stuff like his next few after this were all kind of just like oh that's good yeah. oh that's good well that's really good you know he, he had a uh his early track record was was quite yeah like once he actually got like some creative cut like control mm-hmm. and like he got a, a little bit of clout in the industry to actually like be able to make movies the way he wanted to um he, he was great yeah sorry so yeah. there is uh well, yeah, I won't say anymore because I don't want to. I don't want to telegraph too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I was gonna say we got. We got yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's it's gonna just, pop up again. It's hard I'm to. Sure of it. It's yeah. it's like it's yeah, hard yeah, to not yeah. say anything. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'll just cut all that out so that we don't uh, spoil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, seven and uh, usual suspects. No, yes. so I guess technically that's another crossover. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. All right. Um, so you're one. My number one. Um, Everybody has shouted that, but it is. It's um, it's because it's number one. It's cause for shouting. It is a super duper fantastic film that okay. I really like. It's gonna be something I hate probably. Uh, nope. This is always what this you is do. An, this is actually a film we've talked about before. Okay. It is because this always happens where it'll be yeah. like you'll be like oh, this, and I'm be like, oh, of course. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Speed again? No. Uh, so I didn't say speed was bad. I just said it didn't hold up as yeah, well yeah. as yeah. I thought it would um, from um, back in the day. No, uh, this is this is not speed. Uh, <laughs> well, of course not, because we, we uh, talked about speed. This Anyways, is uh, the second time this actor has appeared on this list. Has Die Hard with a Vengeance? Oh, okay. Not on a top five, but on a previous yeah, yeah. on a franchise uh, Die Hard franchise talk. Yeah. Um, I. Like I said during that, yeah. probably my favorite of the Die Hard movies, um, the duo of Bruce Willis and um, 
Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. I wanted to see Morgan Freeman. Don't do that. Like that's super racist. That's that. <laughs> that 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 the the new the new one was gonna be Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Yeah, he just narrates the whole time. Um, it's got penguins in it for some reason. Look, Die Hard with a Penguin. That'll be the title. Sure. After the last couple, <laughs> why not? Um, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, Die Hard with a Penguin. We talked about it a lot. Yeah. On the uh, thing, it is we the, we both the, really my like it. personal like like return to I, what I, the, made the first yeah, one. So I good. mean, the original is still the best yeah, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, um, but. Uh, yeah, like you know, after for us, the second being the lesser, which we are clearly in well, the <laughs> the second is good, but it's just it's very like derivative. It's very derivative, and, and well, it's derivative, but it's not like it's very. It's it, I don't know. We said it all then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just very kind of blah. It's yeah, like yeah. it's it's it's. It, there's well, nothing they, really. We, they traded a high rise for an airport. Yeah. They traded the the. But you could tell that it wasn't made to be a die hard, die hard movie. movie. No, it was basically hard, just yeah. like an action movie, movie and then yeah. they were like, "Hey, if we put John McClane in this, yeah. it'll become a die hard yeah. movie." Because but mean, it could have been anybody. It could have been Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. It could have been anybody. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, versus like Die Hard: <laughs> The Vengeance is a much well, bigger. Actually, story wise, is a much follow up to one. Yeah. Uh, but it's also a much bigger deviation. Exactly. Well, it's because it's not the the. Well, it brings you it brings us back to McLean's hometown. Yeah. It's York. also it's not the. It's uh, the further adventures of John McLean yeah. versus and it's a not, sequel to it's the not first the, one. the yeah. tie to one small specific location. Yeah. You know, it's the it's where yeah. it's like it's opened up where they're traveling all over the like the city, city and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and he has like like you say like he has like somebody actually with him the whole time mm. and blah yeah. blah and. You know, it, it, it changes up the formula a lot, but it retains its diehardiness by having the same sort of attitude yeah. and the same kind of, and, and of course the links to the original, yeah. you know, with all the, like the Gruber stuff mm -hmm. and, and the character, you know, is very much, what? yeah feels very much of, you know, the character from the first mm -hmm. movie and stuff. And yeah, like, I mean, we, we said yeah. all this then it's, we're just repeating it's, ourselves. Yeah, I, I just, it really, it is like and I think probably because I saw the original Die Hard I've seen the original Die Hard like so many times yeah. um, like this is now the one I go back to like when I want to watch a Die Hard movie this is the one because because like yeah. well uh, when I when, my, when, my viewings, <laughs> when my viewings of Die Hard with a vengeance catch up with my viewings of Die Hard then I can all swap it back and forth yeah but I've, I've I mean I've seen, cause I've seen I like it but I still think the first one's definitely much, oh, the, oh, I, the best and I when I say I like this one better, like it's like one percent more than yeah. Like, you know. No, that's fine. And again, better. I think the main reason I like it more is just uh, I like the having the two characters yeah. play off each other. Um, sure. But uh, you know, but yeah, of course. I mean, I love Die Hard. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I just but I, I can't yeah. put that on this list because this is nineteen ninety five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that I, was uh, what was Die Hard ninety eighty eight eighty eight yeah yeah eighty eight. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was, you know, we did talk about it then. Yeah. So, but yeah. So my number one, yeah, Die Hard was. All right, all right. Uh, my number one, uh, like I said, Usual Suspects probably technically should be number one. These are all kind of in the same See, ballpark, but now, now that you, you mean Usual Suspects and Seven, you're yeah, two. Yeah. 
I figured one of those was going to be your one. So now I have a zero. Well, like I said, I sort of averaged it out. Yeah, yeah. But, so. but now that neither of those are your one, okay. I don't know what your one is. Well, it'll be really obvious when oh, I say I'm just not thinking You'll be kicking it. yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm clearly just not thinking It's another it. movie that I, from this year that I like very, very much. Mm-hmm. It's Apollo 13. I love Apollo 13. It's right near the top. You forgot about it? I completely forgot about Apollo 13, and somehow I missed it when looking through lists from movies in 95. Unless I horribly no, screwed no, up. No, no, I'm, I'm betting but you're I'm bang sh- on. But I'm pretty sure it's nope. not I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you are correct. Apollo 13, 1995. Is Apollo 13 from a different year? Whoops. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, 95. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was pretty sure. It's released June 95. Yeah. So it's a I, summer, late, I, late June yeah. summer movie. I had completely forgotten about okay, Apollo so, 13. Paul well, 13. damn. I love Apollo 13. Um, I'm, I'm going to bump 12 monkeys real quick and throw Apollo 13 I, at number 13. I'm very interested in like the that early space program stuff, like mm. that all that Apollo and yep. Mercury, you know, the right stuff, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Very cool, very... Um, that whole like discovery of, of... Yeah, well, it's very pioneering and kind of... It's basically like the the... The, the the space version of like the like discovery of flight like yeah. Wright Brothers kind of thing but, but, it, but it was just interesting to see like how went with you know so long ago mm-hmm. you know like in like the 60s where like technology was so well you know different in terms of like a lot of stuff um, I mean you think about all the things we have now that just yeah. didn't exist then and it's like uh the idea that with the 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 right level of motivation like like political motivation and money put into something yeah the enormity of what you can achieve you know in the early 60s president kennedy coming on and saying that yeah. he was committing to you know uh the the goal of within the decade yeah. landing man yeah. on moon the moon or bust landing a man on the moon and returning them safely to earth mm. and not only did they i feel the second part of that very important oh yeah <laughs> but not only did they manage to achieve it just barely 1969 yeah. but it was like of course kennedy was killed like you know years earlier so like it was kind of something that he put in motion but it didn't achieve fruition until you know years after he was gone because they kept going with it because it was politically yeah appropriate at the time it was like oh i got a cold war i gotta beat the russians there you know there was motivation i mean that was a huge motivator there was huge motivation it was like it was like war it was like how in war technology yeah takes a big leap forward because you have a political motivation the the u.s could not and the amount of money like face to the world yeah and to some degree like to the people of, yeah. of the country. I mean, country it's like uh, I've mentioned this before, you know, because I just think it's a hilarious thing. But you know, when they made uh, when when uh, um, Stanley Kubrick and Arthur C. Clarke made Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey, um, people were very critical of like, oh, you're spending so much money to like make a movie. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, you know, because it's like ten or eleven million dollars that they spent on that in like the mid '60s. It was like a lot of money to spend on a movie when the average like big movie was still like maybe like a million yeah, or two, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Or two. Um, and you know people were critical of them like oh I spend so much money on, on this mo- making this movie and Arthur Clark pointed out at the time that 
the that like NASA on the actual real life space program was yeah. spending the entire budget of what they spent to make the movie every day. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, because of how they NASA... were actually putting a man into space versus no, no, filming no. a man. <laughs> right, right. But my point being that like and some monkeys because of the political <laughs> yeah. motivation and the sort of national yeah. motivation of it and they were the actually putting that money in and people say like oh like 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 how like 2001 seems like oh wow they were way off on like how advanced things were by like 2001 in terms of like space run and stuff and it's like that's because that's how advanced things would have been if they continued to pump money into advancing Space travel the yeah. way that they were at the time no. that the movie was made, no. um, but that never happened. No, um, because people kind of got tired of it mm-hmm. once the once the goal was achieved. Like okay, we and actually, well, and I think a lot of that came and they touch upon that in Apollo thirteen yeah, yeah. because Apollo thirteen was only the third mission to actually go to the moon, right? Because yeah. eleven was the first one that actually yeah. landed. It was eleven, twelve, and then thirteen. 13. And by that point, already like the general public had kind of gotten over like it was like oh yeah whatever the going moon. to the moon yeah we've done it before right like 11 was a big deal when they did it for the first time and then 12 was kind of like oh wow we did it a second time and then by the time 13 went they didn't broadcast their their they didn't uh air their broadcasts on tv anymore no, no. They, which is a, like if you think about it it's kind of like like, like she people were real. just kind of like man eh, don't really care yeah you know we're over it, it we did it yeah we're done moving on yeah and then, and I, and until, of course, the something went wrong, wrong and, and then, then it suddenly now it's a story again. News. Yeah, yeah, right. In some ways, like, like eleven, we landed on the moon. Something happened in twelve. Who knows? And then thirteen was crazy. Like, yeah. 12, I feel bad for twelve because it was the, like twelve is the Die Hard two. Hey, at least twelve. On the moon at least twelve. They got like shown on they TV. Actually got to the moon. Uh, and they actually got something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like thirteen, never actually. But thirteen, so yeah. I mean, um, with Apollo thirteen, so it's a very fascinating story. Uh, it's a very kind of like a feel good kind of story oh, so because much. of the fact that like this insane. Because I mean, like even if you were to watch like say a story about like you know like a, a there's a storm at sea and like a disaster at sea or something like that. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah, but that's still kind of at sea. Like you could find them maybe with some helicopters yeah, or yeah, like you yeah. But it's like space, those three no guys. Rescue. Those three guys were out there in that spacecraft, yeah, yeah. thousands upon thousands upon thousands yeah, of miles yeah. away from the Earth, completely out of the reach of any kind of help. The only thing that could be done was talking to ground, <laughs> the ground, and with they huge, they could help them out with over, a huge time delay too. Over the no, not that huge because <laughs> oh, it's I guess only it's not, yeah, 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 it's like a second. Oh, was it? Oh, I thought it was longer than that. No, but uh, it's like a second, like on the moon, like maybe, oh. maybe not even that long. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't get hairy when they went around the backside of the moon where there was no communication. Well, yeah, but that's yeah. different because yeah. it's being blocked. Damn, the moon's in the way. But but yeah, like they're up there, and it's basically those three guys with whatever's available to them on the spacecraft, mm-hmm. and they have to find a way to fix the problem that. that they don't even really know what the problem is yeah. because there's no way to really diagnose. Yeah. Some, well, I mean, some, something like that. They basically that. turned all of like NASA into suddenly a, like a division that had to like MacGyver yeah. a solution for these guys. Like, okay, we know what they have up exactly. there. Exactly. We more or less know what the problem is. 
Now we got to figure it out and then communicate that. Like, make sure we communicate that to them. Yeah. You know, and then like, they have to be able to execute yeah. it based yeah. on what they can find on the, on board the Spitcraft. It's amazing, and yeah. the fact that like that's actually how it happened. What happened, and the fact that they made it back. Like they all yep. lived. They all, you know, as they say, you know, uh, um, Ed Harris, you know, mm. uh, play, who played the flight controller, and he was like, as he says in the movie, you know, we've never lost. Oh, yeah, you know, we've never lost anyone in space so far, and it's not going to happen on my watch. Yeah. You know, it's not going to. We're not going. It's not going to happen this time, and and they did it. You know, they got them back. Um, so it's a real kind of triumphant sort oh, yeah. of. It's like the mission that went the most disastrous in terms of like the total failure of the actual mission itself, itself yeah. was kind of their most triumphant moment in a way because they rose to this challenge. Yeah. To like actually save them and get them back. Um, mm. Oh, amazing! And I mean, I. I uh, the actors, yeah, well, like yeah, Tom I mean, Hanks, Tom Hanks, yeah. Kevin Paxton. Bacon, and Bill Paxton oh, yeah, as like the yeah. three, the three there. But yeah. then you also had like Gary yeah. Sinise, Gary Sinise and Ed Harris on the yeah. ground. Ed Harris, like it, oh, uh, like crazy cast. No, I think the part I have say, like other than just like obviously the the triumphant nature of the film. Yeah. And, uh, also, the interesting thing about it is like being a historical film. Like, well, we all know how it turned well, out. Not only that, so I know, and to the create the intensity, exactly. even though we know yeah. how it yeah. ended, yeah. Yeah. is beat, like, beat by beat that's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. to be able to make it actually an intense, like, mm. thriller yeah. when you know, you know how it ending. turns out yeah, is yeah. really impressive. Well, which makes it 100% but it's because they make you care about, yeah. yeah, they can't make you care about um, what they're going through and make you care about it. It's Ron Howard, right? Yeah. Like, who, I mean, he's good at that. Yeah. And then, Throw. I mean, great. a lot of times I younger. find a lot of his movies are a bit too Oscar baity for me. He, does uh, he do tends that. to take kind of the easy route now, a lot of times. I, I feel so. I, I have mixed. Like sometimes I really like his stuff. Other times not so much. Right around this time, we're getting into a little more of the era. It hasn't quite started yet. Yeah. Of the real, like gross Oscar Beatty kind of stuff like yeah. a couple more years before it becomes yeah, sort of like late, hyper late, late obvious 90s, yeah. um uh but um I forgot my point holy crap <laughs> <laughs> um uh, but but like if this movie had come out now excuse me sorry uh it first off probably wouldn't be as good um uh but it would fall like definitely people would be like well that's a bit mm. but oh, it's so good yeah because um, they played it really but I was gonna straight say the, the feel good aspect of it is yeah. like that combination of Ron Howard and then uh, Tom Hanks yeah. who is so good at doing that and they played it really straight like they mm-hmm. didn't try to like 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 hyper dramatize yeah, or like melodramatize yeah. it they just played it like because um, the the situation was so like Although, While being real, because it was in outer space, felt so outlandish anyway. That being no that it. being said, although it's not overly melodramatic, and it is I'm sure very, there was some. It is very historically accurate because, of course, they have like the all the recordings yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. the flight recordings and stuff. But I will say that, admittedly, they did they did dramatize it a little because they definitely have the characters becoming a lot more. Um, like dramatic, like like emotional and like yeah, heated, yeah, yeah. like a lot of a lot more kind of dramatic kind of moments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because in reality, 
those guys well, are super hyper professional. Well, yes, because <laughs> those early astronauts all come out of that like test pilot military, military background. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys were hard as nails, yeah. hard as titanium. They were unflappable. So, yeah. like when you listen to the actual recordings, like it sounds like nothing happened. Like, like it's like literally like you know you hear the explosion in the background of the recordings, like when the actual incident happened. Uh, yep. Uh, that was a uh, and that they're was a completely calm the entire time. Like it's like they don't even care. Yeah, but it's just because wow. that's their training and that's their like because those yeah. guys were just so tough and so you know and and so like when you see the movie, they definitely dramatize it a little just because yeah. as an audience you would be like, why are they so yeah. like re- calm and not reacting at all? And it's like, well, because that's actually how they really were you know but they don't take it over the top they no, don't make no. them like oh my god oh my god what's going on yeah. you know like they they're still calm well yeah none of the characters were animated characters they're still calm <laughs> but they're just not quite as calm as they Goofy actually were i would watch that movie i would watch it goofy goes like, to the moon Paul 13 with like goofy mickey, mickey and, donald. and donald yeah the, the best no that would no, be no, no, amazing no. okay donald not in the thing. It's Goofy, Mickey, and... Hmm, I'm not sure who the third person we put in there. But Mission Control is Donald. <laughs> Nobody knows what he's saying. Absolute breakdown yeah. at the critical he's, communication he's, junction. He's, he's, he's on Capcom. Yeah. It's like all communication gets put through Donald. Donald, yeah. That's a complete dead end from every direction. But uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I just really like the acting. Um, Kathleen Quinlan uh, yeah. plays um, Jim Lovell's wife. Mm-hmm. Um and does a really great job. Uh, there's so many great little stories behind like the movie, like um, the bits and pieces the DVD, of them. the DVD yeah. uh, commentary. Like there's a commentary by uh, by Ron Howard, mm-hmm. you know, your standard kind of director commentary. But there's actually a commentary um, on the movie by the real Jim Lovell and his wife talking about, you know their thoughts on 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 the movie and on, yeah. on what happened and you know they're they're like watching these actors play them and you know they were very happy with the the performances and the how how it was depicted and um and uh they a lot of funny little things to say like at the beginning it has the scene where with him and uh, Jim Lovell in his uh, Corvette and they were talking about how like that really was like the the car of all those guys like those oh, yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. they they love their the cuz that was like the you know 1970 1969 those like late 60s early 70s corvettes and that was like the the cool that thing the, that's yeah. what they all had but he said like uh the they it was the wrong color oh <laughs> he had a different it was like they show that it's like red in the movie but it was actually blue or vice yeah. versa it's like well, <laughs> it's one of those things like if you're going to show specifically that model of corvette yeah. you show it in red like Regardless, yeah, of I don't reality. remember. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. how it actually worked yeah, out, yeah. but it was just one of those kind of. Like, I'm sure it was. He wasn't bothered by color. it. He yeah. was just kind of jokingly saying, like, yeah. you know, like, oh yeah, that's bang on, except for it's the really color, yeah. you know. But just like a lot of stuff like that, it was really neat. Um, there's some great stuff like uh, when um, when Ron Howard met um, Buzz Aldrin, mm. right? Who was from Apollo 11. He was, he was right behind Neil Armstrong on the first moon landing. Um, uh, when when Ron Howard met Buzz Aldrin after Buzz saw the, saw saw the movie saw Apollo thirteen, and Buzz Aldrin was like, you know, like like where did you find the footage of like the the rocket launch because oh, yeah, that yeah. looked amazing. I, I don't recall like seeing that footage before, and I thought I'd seen like all the archival uh, film and all that, right? Um, and uh, 
and Ron Howard was just like, oh no, Buzz, we made that. Like that's yeah, yeah. that that's effects. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, there's like CG and models and all that stuff. Ooh. And and he was blown away. And this is like the real thing. This is like a real astronaut. He was just like, wow, it looked absolutely real. Because they were really they put a lot of work to making it realistic. But the problem was is that they looked at the actual footage, the, the archival footage, mm. and there just wasn't the right sort of shots and stuff that they needed to like make it for work a, cinematically. For a, for a cinematic movie. So yeah, they looked yeah. into the idea of using the real footage and they were just like, ah, it's not quite gonna work. So they so they made it from scratch and it looks amazing. You, you that sometimes often that like archival footage stuff like is you good to base your yeah. thing on it, but they're like cause the of the, the camera angle yeah. or whatever. And when you see it in the movie, like, it does yeah. look amazing. Because it's usually, like, newsreel footage, too, yeah. or something like that. I mean, like this is, so it definitely it's... continued that tradition yeah. of, like, what kind of Jurassic Park started, of, yeah. like, the new kind of effects thing, but not making it obvious, making mm-hmm. it, using it to, de- to de- using it to depict something yeah. very real, real, that kind of, you know, using it in a subtle way, just to sort of enhance and make, make it, you know. Uh, another really funny story with that was, uh, Ron Howard was talking about, um, you know, uh, uh, they let him uh, drive for a very short distance. They let him drive the, the oh, right. They the let crawler. him drive the crawler, yeah, which is the gigantic vehicle that pulls the the, rocket. the rockets out, uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, he had a picture taken of himself driving the crawler and uh, sent it to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, and was like. Eat your heart out, Arnold, because yeah, Arnold was known for like driving the big Humvees and all that, like all these big vehicles back in the day, mm-hmm. and he was really into that. So he wanted to be like, "Oh, hey, Arnold, I drove like a vehicle way bigger than any of yours," and uh, so that was pretty funny. Just super slow. Oh um, yeah, they're he, slow. He, he was but... only allowed to drive at eight feet, but he was in there for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like that. Yeah, yeah I, well, it's, I think it's like the better part of a day for that thing to drive, yeah. and it's. I mean, it's a number of miles out. Yeah, I think it takes it's the a ways. part of the day it's a ways to, out, for that crawler to take the, the yeah. that. Yeah, it's freaking yeah. well. Huge. Those rockets were yeah, well, massive. It's so, yeah. I mean, they're insanely big because yeah. it takes a lot of energy to get mm. a spacecraft out yeah. of Earth's gravity. Uh, yeah. No, with, that's with the, uh, with that's the, the highly inefficient. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the highly inefficient propulsion systems that we have oh, access to. Yeah. Um. Again, that's. Uh, going back to what you we were saying about the how like by Apollo thirteen until it was disaster nobody really cared about it. Yeah, uh, I was probably it's the unfortunate case of everything in space being so far away. Like the next goal after the moon is like Mars, yeah. which like we're kind of shooting, starting to shoot for now. How, like how? I think we'll, I think, I think fifty we'll... years later, but. Because the distances I think we'll are so to, nonsense. I think we'll go know? back to the moon before that. Oh, yeah, probably. Because they've been talking about doing the moon again, like, yeah. relatively soon. Yeah. I, so. I, I, like, I, I wonder, not a scientist, obviously, not an <laughs> Not a scientist. I'm not, not a scientist, not an Well, apparently Obama, if, for like some reason. Launching from the moon to go to Mars would be more viable than trying to launch from here. I don't know, because as far as, like, uh, supply and stuff like yeah, that. Well, you'd have to get everything thing. from here to the moon, but because yeah. you waste so much getting from here to space. Yeah. If you start out somewhere, I don't like know if it really the moon, at that point. Yeah. Because you still have to get to all the, the stuff. Moon, you to still have moon. to get all yeah. the fuel yeah. there. Because yeah. there's no, but, but, you can't but, refuel but, but, but on the moon. Two, <laughs> but that's two trips. Yeah. You get to make two trips that way versus having to do it all in one. Yeah. You know. But it's I don't know. It still seems also iffy. 
Because once you're out there, you're fine. Also, that's an entirely other point of failure. You gotta let stuff yeah. on the moon, and who knows what's gonna happen. Yeah. There. As this movie shows, space is dangerous. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I love Paul no, that is a lot. I I regret not As seeing that on excellent my, acting on the list. Some excellent acting, excellent writing, just super well executed yeah. at every level. Yeah. Love it. I remember really, really enjoying it when the first time I saw it, and being, and then just like going yeah. back to it for it's sure. Really good. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, and they also oh. uh, one of the few movies. Another interesting behind oh. the scenes th- story is also one of the very few movies to actually uh, film um, like uh, zero gravity scenes in oh, zero oh. conditions right. because they use the. The, the vomit comet yeah yeah, yeah the, the plane that does the parabolas Para, yeah so they got those little 30 yeah. second or whatever periods of weightlessness mm-hmm. and they were able to shoot scenes and stuff like that um, so that they got that really realistic uh, weightlessness and they were able to do like stuff that you normally would have to do like with you know you have to like CG or something yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. having food, I mean a lot of that like having food just... like float out or yeah, you know yeah. liquids go and stuff like that like they actually do but they could do it for real mm-hmm. as opposed to like having to do it with like effects or whatever yeah nowadays you can just CG all that and it's almost indistinguishable yeah. if you do it right so yeah but it's cooler to do it for real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I'm just waiting for that point where they actually do make a movie in, in space. space. Like yeah. it, it, it's coming. Like it won't be. We got that space station up there. It won't be that much longer. I don't think. I know James Cameron wants to do yeah, it. I'm sure he definitely wants to do it. Yeah. He's like he's like I've done deep sea. Now I gotta do space. Yeah. yeah. Inside of a volcano will be his final. <laughs> That's the tragic ending to James Cameron. Uh, well. <laughs> At the rate he makes movies now, it's probably... We got lots of time. We got lots of time. We'll be dead anyway by the time that happens. Uh, Yeah. He'll be like a cyborg or something. Keep him going. Oh, the Terminator. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Um, So to run back down our number fives? Sure. Uh, Just just our number fives? Just our number fives. Uh, (laughs) Or sorry, our top fives. (laughs) Just our number fives. It was a lot. It was like an hour ago. Yeah, I hardly remember. Yeah. Uh, so my number five is Mallrats. Mm-hmm. My number four is Johnny Mnemonic. My number three is my numbers. <laughs> numbers three. three. The numbers three. The numbers three. Uh, the, so my number, the Warriors three. Maybe? Yeah. My number three is Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. In brackets, Apollo thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number two is Usual Suspects, and my number one is Die Hard with Vengeance. Okay. Uh, my five is Strange Days. My four is Mallrats. My three is Get Shorty. My two is seven and the usual suspects, and my one is Apollo 13. Awesome. A um, couple other movies from 95 I was going to bring up. Okay. Um, That's good. Uh, unlike Johnny Mnemonic's VR, yeah. which, while interesting artistically, um, <laughs> that was, was interesting artistically. Was at least, um, you know, you, you couldn't say whether that would be the case or not. Uh, another well, film. The future. Yeah. Another film that uh, is probably a, you could categorize as a guilty pleasure from 95 that has abysmal computer stuff in it is Hackers that yeah. I really like. Well, it surely is abysmal. Yeah. Like, uh, it is it is the part of the film where I'm always like, I'm enjoying this film. Oh, they're doing the hacking thing. Okay, it's done. I can go back to enjoying this movie. Like, it's, yeah. It, it is definitely like a lesser film, but... It, yeah, there's aspects to it that I really enjoy. There's a goofiness to it, um, uh, but yeah, no, the, the computer in that is. is I'm, I was I was reminded of it 
<laughs> we're talking about the Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the it's, only thing just, I like... it's just goofy nonsense in that movie. Wow. I mean, I mean, to be fair, it is no less goofy. Like, in, in some ways, the hacking that was done in Hackers basically set a precedent that has been continued since then. Yeah. Every time hacking is shown just in any movie sit, or TV. Uh, sit in front of the, the computer and go... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, if you really need to do it, you two people at the same time can do it. And yeah, yeah. You take that half. I'll take this yeah. half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only... And then when it's about to go bad, quickly unplug the monitor and that'll stop them. Because that's how that scene with the double hacking ends. Is the guy reaches around and unplugs the monitor, stop right. them from being hacked? Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't actually <laughs> watched it. In I, just, I just watched the scene on YouTube. Uh, and it's just like the only yeah. reason I like that movie is because. Uh, there is a very young Angelina Jolie in it, and I was a teenager at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gave us uh, whatever. I'm not gave, gonna, gave us what's his name. I'm not going to be ashamed of it. I was yeah. a teenager. What do you want? Uh, and, and it gave us uh, what's his name, who uh, has done a lot of much better things since then. Um, Johnny Lee Miller. Jo- yeah. Um, uh, previously, I mentioned Sabrina, which I really like. Um, a movie that I haven't seen in years. I'm afraid to go back to it. Is Jumanji. I watch it a lot at the time, but yeah. I don't know if it holds up. Probably not, but they're I still it. think the... That. Well, they're not really oh, remaking actually, it's sort it. Of like a it's, it yeah, it just takes place in the same universe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I liked it a lot then as well. Um, I, I probably would kind of feel the same way as you. Like, I feel like it probably doesn't hold up. Like, I'm okay just remembering it being great, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if I remember it being great, but like I definitely or remember in, it being like entertaining it. Yeah, and yeah. fun and, and liking it. Um, and uh, I feel like I give it credit based on like it's a really cool concept. Yes, and it's a really cool yeah. idea. So I feel like it, if it's not executed a hundred percent, well, at least it has the fact that it is a good concept. Merit for for the attempt. Yeah, like yeah. like at least they tried to do something interesting and different. Mm-hmm. Uh, a film we talked about last week, uh, I think it was last week, that uh, we both like and generally doesn't get because it kind of falls apart towards the end. Uh, it was Waterworld. Yeah. Um, I, I like all the sort of like sci-fi dystopian, yeah. like like the fact the that world it's, building instead is of great. being the world yeah. building, instead of being like a desert, it's a water world, yeah. which is like really cool kind of twist mm-hmm. on that on that uh, genre. Uh, the reason, yeah, like I say, it, it kind of falls apart at the end because yeah. they make it like a really boring generic action, action movie, movie at I the mean, end. The action's good. It just it's, it's just okay, kind of like, but it's, it's like there's a million other movies exactly, that are just as good, exactly. if not better. Yeah, and it's nothing really special. And they kind of lose everything that makes it special at yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. Like they they kind of just ignore all the interesting Part, potential yeah. and yeah. interesting aspects of 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 the yeah. of the the setting, uh, and to they wrap it just, up in an action movie. Yeah, and they wrap which, it up really quickly. Up until that point, it hadn't really been. No. So it yeah, was, no. Yeah. I, 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 great setup, mm-hmm. great premise, great like like world building, but not much payoff. Yeah. Definitely a lot better than what a lot of people say, though. A lot mm-hmm. of people think it's a total disaster, and it's 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 yeah. really not. No, I don't. That's it's quite good. Like I think um, I really like Kevin, Kevin Costner in it. Yes. But I generally, uh, you know, I, would, I, I generally like Kevin Costner to a large degree anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Especially when he's one of those kind of actors that, especially like when it's a role that really suits his strengths, mm-hmm. like with the kind of stuff he's really good at, like I really dig it. So uh, another cult classic, Tank Girl. Yeah, uh, which is it's it's weird. It's okay. very 
the uh, weird thing about that is I'm actually not very familiar with it because it like it was always it was just never you could never find it anywhere mm. like the only times that I've ever seen anything from it is like odd things where like I'd catch like like oh there's like a little bit on TV or something yeah and yeah. it'd be like oh I, I but I only have a chance to watch like ten minutes and it's from like the middle of the movie yeah and so like I know what it looks like I know have you you've never seen it I've never seen the whole thing because oh, I've never wow. I've never had the opportunity I've wow. literally never seen it in a store I've never oh, seen it you know wow. it's not on like Netflix or anything I've ne- huh. I've never seen it anywhere. Wow, it's it's, so, it's such a. I knew it was a cult film, but I didn't realize it was I tr- like. Hard I've to tried, come by. I've tried, <laughs> but I've never been able to get a hold wow. of it physically. Wow. Huh. So yeah, oh, I, yeah, I wish. Like, um, yeah, it's bizarre. It's I mean, uh, Malcolm McDowell yeah. doing like how Malcolm McDowell just does movies kind of thing. Uh, That's all right. Uh, uh, Laurie Petty. The way I, mean, I see it, Malcolm McDowell does a lot of just kind of like weird kind yeah, of yeah. like crappy you know seems like he'll kind of do anything kind of thing sometimes but it's like okay but would that movie be better or worse worse for lack it's, of it's malcolm better McDowell? with malcolm mcdowell exactly like, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter how bad the movie yeah. is malcolm be it malcolm mcdowell being in it is gonna make it better so why criticize the fact that he uh, did it you uh, know? what's his name does the same thing uh, to a little bit somewhat higher degree of movies um Oh, and, and I'm just completely forgot. I had his name a second ago. Um, Sir. Oh, Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Ben Kingsley he does, does some he, real crap, though. Real crap. Oh, my God. Like, but, like, yeah. but Ben Kingsley will never be bad in those movies. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, some of those are so bad that, like. Not even Ben Kingsley can help. Not even Ben help. Kingsley can help. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah um, but yeah, no, I, I've always been really interested in it. Yeah. Um, of course, it has that great soundtrack. Yes. You had the soundtrack back Still in the day. And I used it. to listen to that soundtrack all the time, and, and I hadn't even no seen the context. movie. Uh, I mean, a lot of those songs performed... There's a musical number in the movie. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. yeah. But, like, I mean, I remember that soundtrack is where I first discovered, like, um, uh, what should we call, um, Poor's Head. Right. Uh, was where I first mm-hmm. discovered them, and that led to a big thing. Because uh, that was like in the era of like their first album, and, which is still amazing, and just a bunch of stuff like that. There's a lot of really interesting. I we've, we it's funny we talked about this a whole bunch because like the '90s yeah was big for that like Yo, having really big like soundtracks, soundtracks yeah with like songs actual songs from like different bands and stuff like that. But often they would be like specifically for that movie, or they would be like you know, or or they would just have some song that like just didn't wasn't on an album but they would like use it for the soundtrack or like and, and they were often quite good songs too mm. um that was a big thing in the 90s that's kind of been a bit lost so yeah uh to a large degree but yeah um yeah no it's just one of those no. weird things i've always wanted to just just uh, keeps avoiding you properly <laughs> in fact i what i need to own it yeah because it has naomi watts in it yeah yeah so yeah oh yeah because she's tank girl's friend just, yeah uh, jet girl jet girl yeah but like I, I mean we were familiar with the comics too to, yeah uh, not, not a ton but somewhat at the time yeah um i'm i'm uh, i'm not 100 sure whether i read the comic then saw the movie or saw the movie then found out 
It was adapted from a comic. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, like it probably. I, run... I definitely, I definitely saw the comic first. First, but that's okay, just because yeah. I still have never actually seen the, the whole movie. movie yeah. So. Well, yeah, yeah. Like I say, I've seen like bits, but yeah, I've never had the chance to actually see it from start to finish because I can't physically find it yeah. ed- like anywhere, ever. So, um, I guess you could probably order it online now, but oh, yeah, it's probably yeah. expensive. Uh. Again, in the cyberpunk vein, uh, a quite impactful anime movie, Ghost in the Shell, came out in 95, which was really close to being my number five, but because I had Johnny Mnemonic, I decided to, to go with that. Um, I unfortunately had that uh, bomb, had that bomb uh, live-action version done this year that, that yeah. didn't do well. I have not seen it yet. Um, I did. Good. I did rewatch the the, the original good. though, yeah. um, and uh, and I I really like it. I like and I well, I really enjoyed Ghost in the Shell, and it's um, and I was also uh, I read the comic versions of it, uh, of it as well. Um, I think in some ways, I actually like what it the the TV shows that spawned after it, where we got to yeah. see more development of the characters and stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with that. No, um, uh, a horror movie. That uh, I'm fairly sure you like. I know I, I like it. Uh, well, we've already horror. we've talked about so many horror movies already. That... Lord of Illusions. Oh yes, I'm uh, pretty Clive sure. Barker's I'm Lord pretty of sure it was, that at least was mentioned, mentioned when we did because horror movies. when we did our horror, we talked about a lot we of talked movies. about a lot of movies, and I'm yeah. pretty sure Lord of the Rings just at least came up um, as like an honorable mention or something. Yeah. I, I love Lord of the Illusions. Yeah. Lord, bleh, Lord of Illusions. Uh, what a real good, real good, like Clive Barkery, like disturbing. Yeah, Clive Barker as a filmmaker has always been amazing. Yeah. I really wish he did it more. Mm. He did it a bunch in the in like the 80 like late 80s and 90s, 90s, 90s and then just, and then he just kind of yeah. stopped. And whether that's just because he couldn't get like the financial backing to do things like, I think how he wanted cuz he always wanted to like keep that creative control. Yeah. Um I, I that mean, was especially after what happened with not especially after what happened with Nightbreed cuz he got well, really screwed over on that and yeah. it's taken until quite recently to finally he was finally able to secure the rights to the director's cut and release it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, like that, he got really screwed over on that. But like, Nightbreed was great. Lord of Illusions was great. Yeah. Obviously the original Hellraiser. Um, I just, yeah, he, he was always really good at when he actually, uh, as a filmmaker, uh, which is weird because he didn't do it a whole lot. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, I love Lord of Illusions. Yeah. And, and I was already, like, I was a big fan of, like, Quantum Leave. Yeah. So I was very familiar with Scott Bakula already, and that was, like, such a departure for yes, him. Yes, yes. Whoa, like, total different kind of role for him. So I thought that was really awesome. Um, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Yeah, Lord of Illusions is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Fun- la- Funky Hansen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, the last one was, is, uh, I think it's a very low-known movie, a small-known movie, um... With uh, Johnny Depp and Christopher Walken, and it's got a neat twist where it all takes place in real time, called the Nick of oh, Time. Nick of Time, yeah. Yeah, which um, it's it's interesting, think, but it's not really ever, that great. Of a it's movie, not that so. great. The the concept where yeah. it is it was it was the first time I'd ever seen a movie that had done yeah. all in real time. Yeah, it's good. Um, and in the the caveats that you have to do in a film when. A ninety-minute film takes place in ninety minutes is interesting to see, yeah. like from a from a like a, a like a how it's like a production standpoint. It's interesting yeah. to see, like 
like the kind of what you expect in a movie, the kind of like plot jumps and story pacing, how that kind of all has to, a lot of that just has to go out the window because you don't have time for any of that. Yeah. You don't have time well, for exposition. Keep the pace. You, you gotta have really time keep for, the pace going. Yeah. And everything has to be immediately relevant because you, you like, you know, you have to do it on the yeah. on the fly, which I, I yeah, thought was a neat. It's tricky you know. to do. I mean, maybe maybe I'm I'm not giving it enough credit because I'm saying like oh, it's, it's been a while since I've seen. It. I just I wanted to bring it up because of I'm, this. I'm more saying like oh, it's not that great of a movie, but I mean maybe like the challenge of doing what they did maybe you know maybe yeah. it deserves more credit just for the fact that they did it. But yeah. you know I can't really relate rate it that highly because it wasn't like it was really mm-hmm. that great of a movie. So yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's just some other movies I was like, oh, I remember liking these films and they some interesting stuff about them. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, next year, 1996. Yep. Uh, there's some movies. Oops. A couple, a couple of them came out. Um, and you can listen to us talk about them next week. Uh, anything else? Any closing? Closing thoughts? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, looking at 96? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've taken a brief peek, and I've been like... Oh, I'm look, looking forward to talking about that one. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. All right, 96. So, next, next week, 1996. Uh, until then, I'm Chris. That's that. Cheers. Bye-bye.